Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Oh, I'm so glad that miserable turd of a cult season is over. <laughs> that was brutal to watch. As long as I've been a fan, it's the most embarrassing I've ever seen the team. And that's and, important to point out because there have been worse teams, but it's never been this embarrassing, right? Because I think there's a distinction there. Because if you are old enough to remember the pre Peyton Manning days, like right when the Colts first got here, those teams stunk to hell. Oh, awful, yeah. I mean, there was one yeah. year, I think they won one game. There have been worse teams, but the embarrassment wasn't there. And I just, it was so bizarre to me, and it still is. And I think I have some people that disagree. You might disagree with me, but I did think, as, as big a Jeff Saturday fan as I am, I, I thought that was a strange move to make in the middle of the season for this franchise. Yeah. I mean, would you agree with that? Like, Frank had to go because Frank was a dumpster fire, but to bring in Jeff Saturday seemed a little odd. Now, he won his first game, and things seemed like, you know, they were on the upward swing. But, man, you look at the low points of this season, you didn't beat the Houston Texans at all in two games. You tied them once and you lost. You gave up a 50-burger to the Dallas Cowboys. The Minnesota Vikings had the biggest comeback in NFL history against you. (laughs) And I don't know if you got a third down conversion against the Patriots in that awful game. But other than that, things were great. Fantastic. So as a Colts fan, sometimes a bit irrational, Nige, what do you want to see? Are you here for trade everybody to the Bears to get that number yeah. one pick and just blow it up and start again? Yeah, or I don't what? know if we have much to offer. I think there's some guys on defense I really like from the Colts' perspective that could be valuable. I don't want to see them go like Kenny Moore and um, uh, who's the other? Uh, Buckner. Um, DeForest Buckner. Uh, DeForest Buckner and Shaq and, and those guys. I'm really big fans of those guys, but I, I think you gotta you got to kind of blow it up, right? I mean, you got to... Ballard's got to go. I'm not sure Saturday's the right guy to lead this team moving forward, and you've got to get that number one draft pick no matter what. The Bears have the number one pick, and the Texans have number two because the Texans screwed up at tanking. That's how bad the Texans are. They can't even tank right. They beat the Colts yesterday, and they screwed themselves out of the first overall pick. you got to offer the Bears everything. Like I hate being that guy, but look at the playoffs right now and the AFC. All of these teams have good young quarterbacks. They're all 27 years of age or younger. I think Patrick Mahomes is the old man at 27. That is so bizarre when you think of it in those terms. When Patrick Mahomes is the guy that's getting old. Right, and he's just 27. You've got these young, good quarterbacks in the AFC, and teams had to go get these dudes. Only two of them are the number one picks overall. That was Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. So if you're the Colts and you like one of these quarterbacks, you've got to make a deal with the Bears. It might not be a good deal for you, but if you can get your trigger man, make the deal. I like the Alabama kid. I know he's only 5'11", 5'10", but I watch a lot of SEC football, man, and I've seen that guy carve up NFL players on defense every week. That's the guy that I would love to have. Okay. But the Ohio State kid, he balled out against uh, Georgia 
last week as well. I'm good with either one of those. Are you back to Jeff Saturday for a second? Because he said he was asked today uh, his final press conference is, you know, like you get the job, what's going to happen? He said there is going to be significant change if I get this job. Do you think he gets a job? Do you think he should get the job? I, again, I like the guy. I love Saturday. I know some guys that know him personally. Um, I think he's a great leader. But do you think he moving forward he should have the permanent position? No. And I'm with you. And that breaks my heart, man, yeah. because, again, I'm a little romantic about that Colts group. Oh, of course. That yeah. won the Super Bowl. And, you know, they were in AFC championship games. They and, gave us some good years as fans, man. And Jeff sure. Saturday is a dude that wants to be here. Not a lot of people want to be here. He does. But it just doesn't seem like it's a right fit. Like, Rob Kendall is a friend of mine. But if he applies to be a job as a cardiologist, I don't <laughs> think he's the right fit. <laughs> Sometimes being a friend of somebody doesn't mean you should get a specific gig. So what we like to do on this program, usually when things come to an end, whether it's in the political world or the sports world, we have a very emotional, sappy, over-the-top, Sarah McLaughlin-style tribute. Fourth and 20 for the Texans. Flushed out of the pocket right side. Now being forced back in. Throws it downfield to the end zone, and it is caught. For a touchdown! Second highest scoring fourth quarter in NFL history. (laughs) I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. (laughs) So Ryan with his tenth fumble. Oh no! We suck again! Oh. Largest comeback in NFL history. 33-0 at halftime. Throw some dirt on the grave of the Colts and blow this thing up. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.